The Randall Report, Season 1, Episode 22, The Happy Birthday Simon Special. Ha ha ha! Yeah, no, not that I need to be reminded that I've just got a year older. Uh, good afternoon, folks. Happy um, birthday, Simon. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, thank you for the uh, splendid uh, little cake, um, which I'm glad is little since I'm trying to remain self-like. Uh, you're going to tell me now that I failed miserably. Well, you're going to tell you, don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to worry about it today. So uh, Today's uh, your special day. You get to eat cake, do whatever you like. <laughs> I hope you've had a nice day so far and that Matt is taking good yes, care of you. Yes, uh, there's a small altercation with a neighbour. Um, uh, <laughs> Matt's off to work. Uh, yes, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, 61, 61. today. It's like sweet 16, but reversed. Yeah, well, it's obviously... It's sour, less, si- sour 61. Yeah, sour 61 rather than sweet. I uh, wonder if that... Is that a thing? Is it, what? So why is it sweet 16? So if there's a sweet 16, there must be a sour 61. Well, I don't if know. If there isn't, we've created it. Well, it could be. There you are. could be a first. could be a first. The yes. sour 61s. Sour 61s. Uh, some might argue I've always been sour. <laughs> The resting bitch face. That's me. <laughs> do you have a resting bitch face? I think so. Do you? And if, uh, there's other, have other people asked you this question? I don't see enough people to be. You don't, oh, you're, so you're you're. I'm just a similar to me that you you have uh, uh, generally you you prefer to be apart from the rest of the human race. Possible. Uh, and given the chance, as long as it had the appropriate uh, services attached, you'd be happy on a desert island, all on your own, some near enough. I question whether I could do it. You question whether you could do it. It's interesting. Um, I'd like to know whether I could survive on a desert island for a month or something like that. But surviving what point? With, with uh, having to actually... Exist on a desert island? Could you, could you do fish it? and make fire and... Yeah, uh, sort of psychologically. Go in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> um, psychologically, yes, I could. Yeah, but you say that, but you've never done it. Well, I've my been, point, my point is, I've had periods of uh, long solitude, and uh, I have no issue with it. I can quite happily poodle along. But then, of course, yeah, but there's a difference there's because thing- you can always go somewhere or meet someone. Correct. If you're on a desert island, it's literally you, and that's it. And I think it's a very different paradigm, isn't it? It's yeah, a very but, different thing. Really. Well, it is. But if it's in the, got a nice beach and a nice stretch of water and everything else, it's a paradigm marker, you know. If we were on a desert island together, would we survive? Or would we kill each other? Well, What would um, be worse? Being on a desert island by yourself or being on a desert island with me? <laughs> <laughs> Folks, I can't answer that. Otherwise, it'll be the end of series one. And all further series. <laughs> um, no, no, it's an interesting I mean, question. I, I, obviously, I'm picky yeah. about people. I'm picky with friends. I have few friends. So I, you should take from that uh, something. And, and, and obviously, having been married for a long time, um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I would say I'm easy to get along with. For the most part. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I have very little, um, I can say, angst where, where uh, we have very little angst where me and my partner are concerned. Simon's so just we're not one of those, uh, we're not one of those people, couples that go out to dinner and then uh, um, uh, ruin everybody else's evening because we're bickering. <laughs> I mean, we've all come across those people, haven't we? Yeah. You know, you're at the dinner table with a party and it's like, here we go. <laughs> it's all going to kick off uh yeah um but there you go uh, I, yeah I, I could uh quite happily exist with few of the human race especially given this week so for my birthday special it's going to be sort of a little self-indulgent because we're going to talk about uh, you. various things we're going to talk about me uh <laughs> until i go enough about me uh let's talk about you have you read my autobiography <laughs> not yet when are we going to start doing that by the way 
Uh, excerpts, I, excerpts of your of your book. Well, I when I actually get down to writing a bit more, I've been very lazy over the summer, notwithstanding quite a few uh, trips away and and Simon's and, back uh, troubles recently and, as well. Oh, God, that does not put a hole in things because I find it very difficult to concentrate on anything when um, uh, your back's in spasm. Spasm, yeah, surprised. Yeah, it, it, and it's pretty painful. You don't quite know what to do with yourself. And it's when you try and get up, you know. I'm sure everybody's had uh, who's had a bad back understands this. You know, the the uh, suddenly you find the littlest thing is very challenging. You know, i.e., uh, putting your socks on, and you have to do this sort of uh, backward somersault on the bed and hope that the 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 sock, the way you've gathered it, can suddenly get on the foot while you're in the backward motion. Uh, because you can't reach it without doing some kind of gymnastic. Thankfully, I haven't turned sixty-one yet, and that hasn't been. An issue well, I've so always, far. I've always had. Sadly, I've always had issues with my back. Not least, I broke it uh, twenty-three years ago. So, uh, in two places. So that kind of um, doesn't help, does it? It doesn't help. Uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, it'll pass. It's just annoying. Very annoying. Back to the subject. Back to the subject. So today's a salient problem. Well, I thought we'd start with the sort of continue on from what kind of where we left off. Because obviously, since we uh, uh, did the God bless Her Majesty uh, and uh, long live the King, um, uh, although bless him, the amount of work that he's had to do the last few days in, in uh, involved in following processions and just about visiting God knows how many different places and doing all sorts of bits and pieces. He'll have had enough of the job by Christmas. <laughs> Where's he gone so far? He's gone to Scotland and Northern Ireland, that's it. And then um, back to Buckingham Palace. Well, And then he sacked half of his staff because they were no Clarence, longer used. Yeah, Clarence, Clarence House. House. What yeah, a shameful thing to do. It's made a lot of people angry, hasn't it? Can you imagine? Uh, they you're spend, no longer required. They, uh, they spend... Hey, I'll have a bit of my mother's Tupperware as a guy as a leaving present. <laughs> Those poor people spend weeks working tirelessly since the Queen's passed to get everything ready yes. for him. Yeah. To be told a day or two ago, you're no longer needed because obviously there's not enough, or there, there's there's not enough. There's spaces. one less of us. Well, yeah, there's not enough space in in um yeah in Buckingham Palace, so therefore a lot of those same sort of what do you call it roles? So yeah, exactly, same roles are no longer needed. So. Yeah. Sorry, but there's going to be a bit of a, a shift around, and some of your jobs are no longer You're needed. Fired. True, sort of Alan Sugar. You're fired. I think it's pretty, it's pretty terrible, isn't I it? I showed you the video of Prince Charles berating a member of staff over the pen. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bit. Because uh, first time yeah. round that the pen was in the wrong place. And oh, emotion like that for the for the pen to be moved, and then what you mean he couldn't get up and go? Oh, let's have a look and do a little scribble to see if that one works okay. No, and need a new ballpoint or and a then the second new fountain pen, pen. And then the second pen started to leak. Oh, and then he got really angry. It's a bit sad, isn't it? It's a bit of a worry for the rest of us. If this is what well, it like is already. if he gets stressed out over a, uh, pen, over a, a bit leaky of pen. Leaky pen. I mean. Crikey, there wasn't a school day that I attended uh, without coming home with ink stains all over my digits. <laughs> Doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, you know, because, uh, you know, we used a fountain pen at school. Um, it was uh, obligatory. Being a left-hander, um, that was difficult for me because you'd have to find a way to adjust your hands so you weren't dragging the ink across the page. Never thought of that. Yeah, well, I've never considered that possibility. You have to be a left-hander to understand these things. Yes. Uh, and you're not ambidextrous? Not <laughs> when it comes to writing, I'm not. No, okay, okay. That's okay. not true. When I broke my hand, I was forced to write with my right hand. Ah, me. there you go, you see. So I learnt, but it was only out of yeah. pure necessity. See, I can write with both hands. It's just that if I write oh, with the, if I write with the right hand, 
Uh, it's fine. If I write with the left hand, nobody can read it. Not even myself. That's not writing then, is it? That's not you being ambidextrous if you can't read what you write or with your with your left hand side, you moron. Uh, <laughs> That's anyway, the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. So uh, we've had a few days. Um, obviously, there's there's uh, been hordes and hordes and hordes. I've been shouting at the telly a lot, you know, as I've built up to to being sixty one. Um, because I, every morning I turn the TV on, and uh, or if I turn the TV on during the day to look at the news, the only news I've been seeing, folks, is a hearse travelling the motorways of Britain. And uh, it's been relentlessly followed by cameras and uh, people. You don't even know if she's in the box in the back. It's like a rat chasing cheese. A rat chasing cheese. Like a rat will follow anything for cheese. So if a cheese is sort of being thrown over a cliff, it would probably like jump over to try and catch it. The same kind of feeling. Rats like cheese. I know mice like cheese. I wasn't. Uh... Rats like cheese too. Rats like cheese too. Okay. But anyway, so you, it seems you, who, 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 who? So in other words, you're describing the British people as rats or the media. Oh, okay. Catfits. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and 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 the Queen as being a bit cheesy, or if she's in the back of that box for any more days, she might end up that way. It's a good job we haven't got a heat wave. Yeah, but is she really in the box? I doubt it. Because I find it rather. I don't know about you. I I, I I'm getting. I'm slightly weirded out by by the fact that all these hordes of people are queuing to file past a coffin. It's just a box. Uh, and as I said the other day, I loved our de dear departed queen. Um, I'm not perhaps as avidly royalist as a lot of people. Um, but the point is, I find no necessity whatsoever to be queuing for hours, or days, potentially even maybe, days yeah. on end. In the pouring rain, as some have, waiting to have my Shuffle 30 seconds past shuffling past a box with a flag on it. Um, it doesn't make any sense. Let alone... Oh, by the way. Yeah. Really funny thing that we were talking about the other the other day when we did our last podcast and we were wondering... I'm 61, I can't remember what we were talking when, about. <laughs> we're saying that when the Queen is placed in the coffin, whether she would have any... Of her royal jewels on. Oh right, okay. And in in one of the papers, they actually said clearly they wouldn't do that, but she will have like <laughs> she will have like a pearl necklace and a pair of earrings on. But that's it. So who's so going to give the, her a pearl necklace? Don't. So all the nice <laughs> stuff, all the nice stuff, get get sort of taken back into the royal possession. Well, yeah. And the I other mean, interesting. She's thing only a is, kind of guardian of it, isn't she? Yeah. What's, the other, the other interesting thing is that now the Queen has the passed away... stolen from elsewhere. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, now the Queen has passed away and Prince Charles obviously takes the, the monarchy and all of its assets. Yes. He doesn't have to pay inheritance tax. Yes, so I've heard. Well, of course, that motherfucker. <laughs> well, that kind of makes sense. Can you imagine It kind of makes sense. There's nothing left. What about the rest of us? That's exactly right. In 2003, yeah. they... They don't mind the rest of us having nothing left when we <laughs> pass on, uh, should we have enough to yeah. uh, be able to put for, for our... A bill um, was passed in 2003. Inheritance tax to be applied, but... Um, so a bill was passed in 2003. Yes. That ensured that the royal family would not have to pay inheritance tax. The point was, was if there was a case where two members, two... Two monarchs died within the same within a short period of time. It would wipe out two thirds of the estate, which they well, said exactly. would be unacceptable. Oh, of course, it would. But even so, it would still pass to the government. Yes. So it's not like it's going to someone else. Well, what happens? Okay, let, let's just have a little principle going on here. So, what happens if if if, if replicated to normal people, somebody well off, maybe with a oh, one million pound oh, home, don't. and they died, and then the person it was left to died, then there'd be two lots of inheritance tax. You know, it gets worse than that. Though there Does would be it? two sets of inheritance taxes, but it gets worse than that. <laughs> 
because do you know what happens if you if if someone passes away and their assets aren't claimed? Yeah. Do you know who it goes to? The government, I guess. No. Who does it go to? The crown. <laughs> it goes to the it goes to the crown. Yeah. So think on, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, I hope there are no and boys and girls watching. And uh, however you wish to view yourself, that when you're filing past that wooden box, should you be choosing to do so, or sticking your marmalade sandwich to the uh, gates of Buckingham Palace, which I find truly bizarre, um, that um, basically, if you don't sort out your finances and you peg it, you'll be handing your money. To the king, to, to Prince the, Charles. To King, King. King, King Charles. Charles, sorry. Yes. That won't be the first time that I do that. There'll be a lot of uh, people, uh, yeah. Uh, how, how often will that happen? Like when, uh, when, like when King Charles has to like give MBEs and OBs and stuff like that, and someone accidentally goes, oh, thank you so much, Prince. Oh, shit. Well, I hope he's been practising that, yeah. Oh no! Don't you worry. King to Charles lift now. the sword. The doctors go across yeah, at speed <laughs> when he's giving somebody a knighthood. You know, it's like, oh, I've done it wrong again. Would you accept? <laughs> would you accept knighthood? Hey, but I said, well, uh, uh, the likelihood of me being offered a knighthood. Especially after the for last two to podcasts. Po- for services to podcasting. <laughs> uh, well, I think the chances of that are fairly... Uh, I would I that. accept a, 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 a role? Hey, uh, I don't think I would, actually. And I, uh, Do you know why? I, th- uh, I think... Um, I don't know. It's a, that's a tricky one. My only issue. That's a tricky one. My I only wouldn't issue. want to sit here and say no. I definitely wouldn't accept it because then uh, I might find myself with it dangled in front of me, going, yeah. "Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> I'm having that." <laughs> it's worth a bit of kudos. Um, Sir Charles, Sir Simon Charles Stanley Randolph. It's got a nice ring to it, though. Doesn't it's it? not a bad ring. Uh, it's not a bow. It could be better. I was never. Could, I'm not could keen be on, better. Well, I've never been. What would you prefer? Well, I've never been keen on the Baron. Names. Baron. Baron. Baron Randall. Viscount. Vic- What's the order of that? Baron Viscount. I don't know. Marchioness. Uh, well, I could be. Could Duke. be a Duchess. Duke. Could be a Duchess. <laughs> Dame son. I'd like to be a Viscount. How do you become a Viscount? That sounds uh, like one of those. Um, I, 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 I want to be a Viscount. I'm not entirely decide. sure. Um, I, I know my 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 father uh, was kind of looking to uh, you know um, our past, our ancestry, and thought we might be connected to the fourth earls of Antrim. Uh, but uh, it's not Ireland. It's Ireland. Yes. County Andrew. Yes, yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, all fairly meaningless. Yeah. Um, but, hey, I mean, what do you kind of make of this, uh, you know, what has been since before the weekend? Well, what, 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 I'm, I'm, one day is merging into another. When did she, 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 oh, last Wednesday. It's a week ago. It's a whole week near enough. And she gets better. The ceremony's on Monday, 19th. You won't even be here. Aren't I lucky? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sad I won't be here. Yeah, no, I'll be lying on a fucking beach with a bit of luck. Weather permitting. They might not allow you. They might force you to mourn in in the hotel or something. Oh, don't be ridiculous. They could lock you in for the day. They might do that. They might just shut everything down. Why would they do that? I don't know. It's in a different country. Yeah, but still, you're a British citizen, aren't you? Well, that's when I get my Canadian citizenship <laughs> conveniently out the door. Yeah, but Which that's passport also... passport shall I travel on? <laughs> that's also part of the Commonwealth. It doesn't help you either. Oh, yes. Yes. But look, the fact of the matter is, um, 
we've had a whole week and it has been as i'm mentioned it's become more relentless and there's a bit of a somber mood around anyway you notice like just walking around everything's a bit sullen everything's a bit quieter than usual does it surprise you it could just be because it's september september kids have gone back to school that cuts the noise level down uh everyone's depressed everyone's depressed because the summer's over the summer's over and they're staring down the barrel of a gun namely the cost of living crisis new energy bills coming waiting to see what happens to turn the the heat on uh, soon enough you know how long can they you know uh keep it off or um, and every time they go to the supermarket, um, the 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 grocery. I mean, the groceries went up. Actually, inflation. Let's just quickly touch on inflation. Inflation um, in the UK has gone down slightly to nine point nine percent. Yes, but, but it's still a huge amount. Food inflation is up at thirteen percent. Okay, averaged out, it's nine point nine. Yeah, but food inflation up at thirteen percent, and it's it's pretty well almost on a daily basis. You go to the supermarket. And it just, the prices go up and up. It's relentless. Uh, the price increases are relentless. I mean, um, and, and uh, yeah, uh, and, and this can't all be related, no matter what the likes of Trust and Company say. It's not all related to the Ukraine-Russia war. It's just cobblers. Well, because it's worldwide as well, isn't it? There is worldwide inflation, yes. It's big issues in the US, big issues in Australia, New Zealand. China yeah. is about to implode. Oh, well, good riddance. The, um, the, co- the cost of pork is the highest it's ever been. And now uh, the government is being forced to intervene to reduce prices because obviously China is a large consumer of pork products. And actually, the large don't or whatever you were going to say don't, and the largest producer of pork meat in the on, in the world. Yeah. And obviously, it's a huge strain if you have such a big population eating loads of pork, and the cost of it keeps rising. The cost well, to produce it keeps rising. Let them let them sort let them uh, farm their own pigs. That's what they've been doing. Yeah, and that's the problem. Um, and. Uh... Uh, well, nah. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean, I've, uh, uh, meat prices are just through the roof. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, there was a time I quite enjoyed a pork chop. No danger of getting dementia, of course, with the bacon. I would barely afford to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, food that inflation. That's that issue. Food inflation. I mean, I was in the supermarket the other day. Five pound fifty for a tub of Lurpak, three pound forty nine for a bottle of ketchup. Please inform the listeners though that you don't actually buy Lurpak. So what's the no, point of saying? I don't buy Lurpak and I don't buy Heinz ketchup. So there you go. can't afford it. It doesn't affect you at all. Well, no. Um, right. Okay. So what sort of things do you buy that you've seen your prices go up? Uh, Cucumbers have gone up a pound each. Yeah. Well, and they, they were like seventy p or. 50, 60p in places. Well, you're kind of used to sort of fruit and veg being talking because it's not, I would imagine it's not been a great year for crops, although I would have thought cucumbers are mainly grown indoors. Um, but well, they uh, need a lot of water then, that's the problem. Uh, yes, and it's been They're a great like 80% water, right? Yeah. And 90% tasteless. <laughs> I've never understood the purpose. Of the cucumber, I like it. Not, not from a from eating point of view, anyway. Um, I can't. What other point of view is there? Well, certainly not where I'm concerned. Um... <laughs> but the point is, I don't see the point of them. Tasteless bloody things. Same family as watermelon. I've the same opinion on watermelon. Overrated. Can't stand it. Oh, what? Yeah, That's it doesn't do anything for me. I have a glass of water. <laughs> So well, I'm going suck on this thing that... that uh, Watermelons are amazing if you get them. Digging out all those horrible little pips. Can't stick them. Can't stick... Well, 
I don't mind other melons. Watermelon, no. Cucumber, no. It, it, you just uh, don't like the watermelon family in general. We've established that. That's a shame. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Watermelon <laughs> and the little watermelons. What about courgette? I know they're related. Do you like those? Uh, I'm not by marriage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't mind a courgette. And I don't but mind... It also the... doesn't taste much of anything either. No, it doesn't. If you grill it, you have to put other flavour onto it. Yeah. Maybe if you season the watermelon, you might like it better. <sighs> yeah, but... I just find watermelon, it just doesn't, it, it's, it's very unappealing. Fair enough. I find it very unappealing. It's not, a, you know, when somebody offers you watermelon as dessert, it's a bit of a cop-out, isn't it? There's... I'll know for next time you come over. Yes. Not to... <laughs> Please don't put fucking watermelon. Here we are, we're on a podcast and we're talking watermelons and cucumbers. This is the worst um, podcast you've done so no, far. No, 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 well, of course, it's my birthday. I'm going to be self-indulgent. So let's go back to the main main yeah. subject. So do you think, as I've made my first question before you, given the fact, uh, putting aside cucumbers, courgettes, watermelons and the like, given the fact that we've now had a whole week uh, of of uh, following the Queen in a box around the British Isles, and uh, a government that's now in uh, the the, uh, the Parliament is now in recess again, is going to go into a further recess for the party conference season. Um, doesn't it feel rather though uh, government is completely absent? I mean, we've not heard bugger all from the new Prime Minister over the last week. It's like she's been given a free pass to say nothing. Yet uh, the reality is the country still needs running yeah. and we do need to hear from her. Um, we do need some semblance of um, her intention. Although I note under the radar of the, the uh, Her Majesty's passing uh, that she has handed out licences for fracking. So, what do we make of this uh, Prime Minister in absentia I think uh, well, in this period? Do you think that we sh things should have carried on? I think it's probably uh, necessary, right? Because she needs time to properly discuss matters with the Cabinet to get her policies through. And she can't be doing that if she's always in the public eye. So maybe this is a good thing. So there's a period. There's a period of quiet. Well, there's a plus to it. We didn't have to listen to her. But apart from that, she has a period to sort of really get the cabinet together, assess where things are over the next, well, up to twenty twenty four. Probably try to get a date for an election, because, like you said, ideally before Christmas, likely before May, even though twenty twenty three. Even though she's claiming that she's not intending to do anything election-wise before 2024, I don't buy it. No, I don't buy it. It'll be a huge mistake. Um, I think they're toast whichever way they go. Unless Maybe. she goes, I'd said it before, unless she goes soon, she's toast. Nobody likes an elected uh, leader that wasn't uh, chosen by the wider public. Yeah. There is a real issue of, even though it's a parliamentary democracy, we've said this before, uh, it, it, it somehow um, people do you know feel as though the leader of that party that's in government needs to needs be, to be rubber stamped if you yeah. like by the voting public. So I don't think that she has that much time. I think there'll be a lot of pressure on her. Yeah. If not by Christmas, at least getting into January, February, there'll be increased pressure to get this done to call a snap election six weeks and then see where we are like you said i'm 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 in agreement that the likelihood is conservative government will be out and that will lead to at least one labor term well we can two i think is well we'll have to wait and see well it's all going to be down to policy isn't it let's be about it. I, I think she's already made the first fundamental 
errors. I think we spoke about this before. But I just find it a little bit when everybody is absolutely, how can I put it, cacking it uh, with what's coming. Um, I think would have preferred a government that was a bit more in touch in uh, over the last week because it does feel as though, although you know what's going to happen with the energy price cap, there's, a, there's lots and lots of other issues that are vastly important that uh, um, are being ignored uh, and, of course, largely have been ignored over the last week in the media. As I said, uh, while, while the focus has been on uh, everybody's little anecdote on the Queen uh, and uh, you know, the whys and wherefores of queuing in the rain and sticking Paddington bears everywhere and flowers and uh, it's 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 yeah, all sea a of bit flowers weird yeah. i just find that kind of they were saying 13 13 tons of wrapping paper for flowers that they had to pick up and and recycle over the course of the few over the course of the last few days right okay and just mounds and mounds of paper packed into plastic bags that they had to like pick up and then throw away it's like what a what, God, what a fortune's worth of oh one thing the florists have been busy they've been making an absolute absolute killing yeah the only people that probably have um king you know, charles hasn't done bad oh. he's now inherited multi-billion pound fortune yeah there's a big question, though. There's a big question over hanging over it all. Nostradamus says that he'd abdicate. Who got the Tupperware? Nostradamus claimed that um, in one of his quaterns, yeah, that King Charles would abdicate, and it would lead to an unknown king. So that could be that could be in our future. So Prince Charles abdicates because no one likes the guy. And there'll be an unknown king to take his place. Well, we know. No, unknown, as in not who we assume. Well, as in not being William. Yeah, an unknown king. Well, the, the bounty, we know the one, because obviously, unless you completely obliterated the entire royal family. Yeah, maybe that happens, though. We don't know. Nostradamus got quite a few things right. This might be another one. We'll yeah, but he got a lot. See. He got a lot of shit wrong. Yeah, and he got a lot of shit I mean, right, didn't he? You know, you this can... could be complete nonsense, but it could be true. We won't know until we until it happens. Yeah. If he gets it right, it would be quite a thing, wouldn't it? Well, I suppose you, yeah. With everybody, well, of course, with everybody go there. You go. You see, he was right. But how many times has he been wrong? And doesn't it isn't it open uh, to a lot of interpretation from from the language used that they somehow interpreted uh, what he meant by it? I mean, he doesn't actually uh, say. No, it some of them are quite accurate. He doesn't, you know. I mean, he knows that Charles going to be on the throne in twenty twenty two. Yeah, leaking. he does. He says Prince. She says Prince Charles. We'll have to look how it up. The fuck could he work that out? Come off it. How when was Nostradamus around? Long time ago. Exactly. Exactly. Can how we... would he have been able to? So of course it's not. The, ne the next time. I bet you're going to tell me next. You know Charles was going to have a leaky pen on the, the on the sixth day no. of being king. We're gonna we're gonna do a Nostradamus show next time round, and we can tell you all the things that all he's, the things that, that he's actually been... like foretold. Foretold, yes. Fort yes. Ah, yeah, that fortune teller routine. So, um, with all this going on, obviously, uh, whether she's in the box or not in the box, the funeral's on Monday. Uh, Centre Parks, of course, is the thing with Centre Parks trying to check out all of their <laughs> guests. For 24 hours, yeah, which you, have relented. But you the turned out really quick, obviously. Yeah, now you can stay in your chalice. You just won't get any service. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, what of stupidity we, is that? What do we make? Well, this is the point. What do we make of the fact that there's all these reasons and excuse for everything to suddenly come to a complete halt? Halt. I mean, is it necessary? Is it? Would it be disrespectful if there was some normality in it all? Um, I mean, you know what it is. Stop for a few hours for, no, the, no. for the actual. This is this is not the point. Funeral, but this why? is not the point. The point is, is that Monday's a bank holiday. What is now? It is now. So people want their day off. It's all back to what we said before. That's what it? we said last time. Right? That's it. People want their the day off. The most Googled question. People Am I want, getting the day off? People want their day off. Yes. So if you're trying to tell supermarket workers to go in on their day off. Yes. This extra day off that we wouldn't have usually. They're yeah. not going to be like, yeah, fine. I'm going to go into work. They're going to be like, forget you. I'm taking my day. Yeah, but you've got hotel Therefore, workers. There'll be people staying in hotels. They'll have to work. The police have to work. Um, most of the police will be out on the street handling the um, the procession. Yes, this ten thousand police officers. If on you're the a criminal, of London at the moment. If you're a criminal, it's out a gift. There, Bank holiday Monday is the best day. Yes, because there's no one going to be around. If you want to go loot stuff. Mondays. Do you know the vast majority of the police have been bussed in and coached in yeah. and from all parts of the British Isles? Uh, which, so yeah, yeah, you're, 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 I mean, that's a you better go robbing. That's a mess in itself. There's any joints you've cased? cased? <laughs> we can have a go at No. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> can we suddenly turn ourselves into. Yeah, you know, buy a couple of masks. Uh, when you see a nice fifty-inch TV on the back hall, well, you know you know what we've been up to. No, we're not to. No, I uh, we jest, of course. Um, but it does feel like um, it's going to cost the country a fortune. You know, and and don't get me wrong, I'm all for giving the lady a good send off, but I. Uh, I just find the, 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 you know, this whole thing of people standing there day in, day out in the rain to far past a coffin, sobbing their eyes out, all a bit, I mean, is it me? Is there no, something it's, wrong it's with me? That I, uh, am I heartless? With, there's plenty wrong with you, but this is not There's wrong plenty wrong with me. me, there you go. This and is, this is not, this is not one official. of them. It's <laughs> official. This is, this is not one of them. This forced mourning forced that mourning. we have to yeah. go through. Yeah. And um, why people get upset over the Queen passing, I don't know. Unless you knew her personally and had some sort of rapport with her, I get it. Yeah. But if not, what are you crying about? Yes. And, I, don't, I don't understand. And, it. and this whole thing, as I said, of the Paddingtons and the marmalade sandwiches, I've seen more references to flaming James Bond, Paddington and marmalade sandwiches than, than pretty well anything else. Um, and and the, the fact that she sat in Buckingham Palace with a one-bar electric fire. If you spoke you to the true? if you spoke to the general public and asked them what did the Queen do in the past thirty years that benefited the country, name me five things. They'd be stopped. Would you would you be able to? What would you say? Your your five things starts now. Uh. <laughs> you stuck. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what to say. Okay, well, I've got one. She, 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 she's, uh, she allowed people to go around her house for a fee. Okay. Don't it to the public. <laughs> uh, that was to get money. She That's sliced not... a few cakes, cut a few ribbons. And uh, did she keep the Commonwealth together? No, well, no, because a lot of them are looking to become uh, the anyway. Yeah, she she covered for, she covered for her son who had dubious ties with dubious people <laughs> and forked over millions to keep that quiet. Yeah, so forked out 12 million. Um, uh, to, to yeah, no, I mean, what about during the war? During World War Two, oh bloody hell, man! I mean, she was just a, a, a youngster, then, wasn't she? Um, what did she do in the war? Well, I don't suppose she flew a Lancaster bomber. No. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. What does the royal family, I mean, really, what does the royal family do? Well, they did, f I'm sorry, but they did fuck off. They engage in certain business activities, right? They like... We're back to the fucking the, lemon melts again, the, aren't we? No, no, no. <laughs> but they, but they'll, they'll go to sort of lots of different countries and try to sort of negotiate terms between different countries and sort of for the British interest. They push British industry. They try, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure they get a bit of money down the side to do it. Yeah. But like Prince Andrew and Prince William would go to like different countries and sort of push that Rolls Royce and Jaguar and all these bits before Jaguar was owned by. Yeah, but you know, if, uh, surely, surely the reality is uh, if the product was shit, i.e., uh, you, know, you know, if Jaguars were rubbish, uh, some might argue they are, of course. Um, well, they're not British anymore, first of all. And they're not, they? no, I don't suppose they are. That's um, Indian owned, isn't it? Is it Indian owned? Yeah. Crikey. I never knew that. I didn't know that uh, Jaguar was Indian owned. They've got McLaren. McLaren, I said. But the, um, I, I, and I assume you mean the motor company, not those that make the buggies for children. Um, but surely, if the product's good, the country would buy it anyway. They don't need the a king or queen or a prince to flog it to them. Yeah, if like the product was shit, the presence of King Charles, would it make any difference? It's, it's like, it's like, yes, I know you're the king of, of England, but am I buying this car? No, it's crap. Yeah, but it's putting the royal seal of it, isn't it? It's like the royal seal, oh, of, the approval. seal of approval. And that has... By that, royal appointment. But that has like a bit of weight across the world. It, does it? So you're telling me whenever you're in the supermarket or buying something that you're more inclined to buy it if it's got the royal appointment on it. Well, really? considering I no. usually shop at Fortin and Mason's. Oh, most, okay. of them, yeah. <laughs> most of it's by royal appointment anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I have to say I don't come across... You much. must go to Fortin and Mason's loads of times. Your partner works like two minutes away. No, no. We went there. We went for tea, didn't you? Once on my sixtieth birthday, all that time ago, one year. So last year you went to Fortnum and Masons. We went to Fortnum and Masons for this afternoon year, tea. This year you get cross signs by Melvin. Uh, <laughs> Lucky you. This year I'm shopping in little. Um, last year, yeah, we went to Fortnum and Masons for tea. Quite honestly, on that one happy way. I was very disappointed. Very disappointed. Um, they uh, they lost my overcoat. And uh, I have to say, I was expecting for such a... Did you get your money back for that? Well, no, they found it in the end. Oh, right, OK. But we had to go in the cloakroom. I mean, it's not a very good look, is it? You're in Fortnum and Masons now. Yeah. You can't it's supposed to be a little bit yeah. and... Uh, and, and quite, you know, and, and suddenly at the end of it all, they go, we can't find your coat, sir. Um, it's a bit, well, would you care, pounds, please. would you care to come into, well, it was only from TK Maxx, but yeah, I didn't they tell did, them they that. Did, yeah, they didn't, they didn't know that, though, did they? Um, well, no, they, they, no, no, they didn't. And, uh, but they invited us into the cloakroom to look for it. I mean, that's, I mean, come Do you know on. what, they probably didn't want to touch it. It's probably it's probably beneath them. They're like, it's a nice coat. I tell you what, looking at the other coats in there as we 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 shuffled through, because they saw uh, the tag in the back and they're like, I'm not, I'm not I thought most that. of them were pretty shabby. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a flaming uh, what do you call it, Oxfam shop. Uh, sorry, Oxfam, but it looked as though they they've been well worn, you know. But the the, the food in there, I was bit, bit very disappointed. So the sandwiches were dry at the edges, and and uh, like they'd be hanging around for a while. And to be quite honest, the tea, the tea, was it was awful. really yes. It was like having a cup of tea in Spain. You know, when you're abroad, you can never do tea the same way. I don't know no, whether you appreciate this, folks, but if you ever go on holiday and you ask for a cup of tea, no matter where it is. It usually ends up being Lipton's. Got to go to Japan a or Lipton's China. Lipton's tea bag. Japan makes good tea. They know tea. You've been going to the wrong places. If you're going to have a tea, go to Japan. So I'll go all the way to Japan for a cup of tea. 
Yeah, but it really gets you. Oh, well. That'll make a change. Well. You know, because it's pretty, pretty dire. So anyway, so there we go. That was my 60th birthday. Disappointment in Fortnum's. Uh, so you do a lot of shopping in Fortnum's, do you? No, but I have been in there. And if oh. you go to the food court place, it's actually quite nice. The food hall. Yeah, it is quite, quite it's not that you go for a day. I'm not saying you go there for a weekly shop, but like a, <laughs> but like a once in a while, to find some nice bits, it's a place to go. <laughs> like Whole Foods in in Kensington. That place is incredible. You're not going to do your shop because it's going to cost you like a fortune, wow. but you can pick out a bit here and there, and you'll find some nice little things. Right. Like so, I said, not all the time. Once in a while. You've got to tell it's me a, a tree. you've never been in a Lidl's or an Aldi. I've been to an Aldi. Have you? I actually prefer, sorry folks, I prefer Lidl to Aldi. Never done a Lidl's. Um, I've never done an Asda. And that's not true. I have done an Asda. Don't like Asda. I've done an Asda and I've done an Aldi. Never oh. done a Lidl's. Oh. And I've never done a Tesco, like a big one. Because we've got Tesco Express close by, but we don't have like a Tesco Super Mega Store thing. No. Used to do Sainsbury's. Yeah. Me and my mum used to go Sainsbury's all the time. Right. When it was up the road, and then it shut down. Got you. Oh. I found a fifty-pound note in Sainsbury's. Really? When I was small. Right by the till. Did you hand it in? No. Well, I don't blame you. I put it in my pocket and I showed my mum, and my mum was like, "I can't believe you did that, but we'll keep it." Well, you can't really say, has anybody dropped a £50 note? So like, because you'd yep. have a bigger queue yeah. than what's standing outside of uh, Westminster Hall waiting to look at the Queen's coffin. Because they'd all go, it's mine. Well, how do you know it's yours? It's got a picture of the Queen's head on it. <laughs> what would you do? What would I do? If there was a £50 note and you put it right by the Queen's coffin... <laughs> what you mean watched people yeah Final it's effect. like a it's like a sociological experiment um you put a 50 pound there right right on right on the floor next to the queen's coffee well you've reminded me of a little anecdote so well, right. what, what, what would happen uh, well uh, would there be a stampede probably i'll go together. slightly off track i remember a wonderful skit uh to all of those uh, who remember the comedian dave allen do you remember dave allen had one half a finger missing on one hand. Why would I remember? Irish comedian. For some reason, some... I remember his hair. Dark hair. He had like... Yes, and he used to, to, to do uh, little sketches and sit on a stool and uh, tell jokes, but tell stories, but then be interspersed with sketches. And there was one sketch, talking about what you're talking about, where there was... Uh, he's, he's walking down the street and he sees this car and under the wheel of this car, he sees uh, like a £10 note. And you see him sort of looking around and trying to sort of see if he can get the £10 note from under the wheel, but clearly not. So then he looks across and he goes, ah. So he goes into this cafe and sits uh, relatively near the window and he's watching as he's having his tea, watching, watching, watching. And eventually the driver comes back and gets in the car, and the whole cafe rushes to the door. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of what would happen. So uh, yes, if I'd have found the fifty pound note, I'd have kept it too because every uh, every dog and his neighbour yeah, exactly. <laughs> would do exactly the same thing. Um, but there you go. Uh, so we have we. Obviously, all this is going on. We've got an absentee uh, prime minister. Um, I see in f there's talk now of another large rate rise for interest base rate interest rates. Um, Probably won't be quite as high as expected because I mean, the ECB increased their rates by three quarters of one percent in one go to one in one yes. go to one point two five percent. Yes, and a lot of people are commenting that that was probably too much too quickly yes so the likelihood that we do something similar is unlikely we might do a quarter or a half a percent but, but we've already done how many no, no, yes 
But it will be this continual every quarter, a bit more, a bit more. But doesn't that kind of uh, uh, throw a curveball to uh, Liz Truss's policy of tax cuts and trying to sort of uh, deal with the cost of living crisis and all her claims that how she's going to sort it out? Um, uh, and the argument that was presented during the campaign, well, largely, I think, by Rishi Sunak. She doesn't that care. But this will, will uh, drive interest rates up even harder. Yeah, but she doesn't. And make things worse. She probably knows that she won't be able to survive past 2024. So if, she, so if she increases the debt burden past 2024, it's no longer a problem. Great. What so this a great is this, attitude, eh? but so this is sort of passing yeah. the buck down the line. Yeah. It's like we'll try to resolve the short term issues now. Yes. With a debt burden that will have to be resolved yeah. past twenty twenty four. By which point she probably won't be prime minister anymore, and it will be for someone else to deal with. Right. So we could end up. We're already one hundred and twenty billion further down the hole than we were. It's just numbers now, isn't it? It's just numbers, right? It doesn't really matter. 120, 200, 250, 300. Ultimately, who cares? We'll pass it down the line. And then there'll be another period of austerity when things improve, where everything gets cut back to try and reduce the debt burden. Again. But they can't. They can't. There's nothing they can it's cut like a, back. It's like a constant sort of leap going backwards. And There's forwards. nothing they can cut back. If you think about it, it's all, uh, it's already down to the bone. I mean, I, I visited the hospital yesterday um, and uh, I've noticed over the past uh, few years, notwithstanding the issue with COVID, but just from since, uh, you know, progressively since the Tories took office in 2010, um, that things have steadily got worse uh, in terms of the NHS, they're, they're not just the efficiency, they're every kind of little... I mean, the last five appointments that between me and my partner have been messed up in some way or other. I mean, uh, they sent me a text on Monday to say, um, to remind me of my appointment for Tuesday. Do not come to the clinic. It is a telephone appointment, blah, 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 blah. So I thought, well, that's weird. So I rang the, the department up, the particular department up, and it was a mistake. It was a face-to-face. -face. If I'd have taken that as thing, I could have been sitting here at 9.30 on Tuesday morning and rubbing my hands together for a telephone appointment. The last time my partner had a, a, a hospital appointment, they did this. They did something similar. Within it was a telephone appointment, and uh, and they never called him, and then had the audacity, which is something I brought up, uh, I've brought up, um, to claim they they had. So they lied on top of it. Yeah, but it probably um, shows which I found really repugnant. They didn't lie. It probably shows on the system that it was done. The problem is, it's the system, it's the actual computer system, which is so old and inept, and they spent such a huge money, such a huge amount of money on it. Didn't but, it but, but it's not fit for purpose. But the problem is, it's, it's an automated system. It's not automated. No, no it is. It is. Someone inputs, somebody inputs, inputs the, appointment the appointment in, yes. but when it comes to actually sending out the message or reminding whatever consultant or GP, whoever it was, to make the call. No, this doctor claimed he made the call twice. Twice he actually claimed because it was raised and the doctor said, oh, no, I made the call. Um, so in other words, there was an absolute out-and-out lie. And, so, I, so I, did lie. and okay. I fronted them. Uh, we, were, we fronted them. Because I found that appalling. I said, look, you know, I know the NHS is under pressure and so forth. Uh, well, I, we appreciate that. But, you know, if you make a mistake, fucking well own it. Sorry, I made it, we made a dreadful mistake. We must have tried to dial the wrong number or done this or yeah. done that. Our fault. We'll call you next Apologies, week. Yeah. et cetera, et cetera. No, they tried to put it onto us. 
And that I find really unacceptable. Um, but, you know, so I, I, I can't see with the way things are. The NHS needs more funding, not less. Um, I can't see uh, the police. Well, we cut them back by God knows how many tens of thousands. Only now for, for the last uh, prime minister to, to uh, um, say he's going to increase it by 20,000 which is still 3,000 short of what it was in 2010. So we're just going sort of like this, yeah. up and down. It's like, well, fuck's sake, it'd have been, che been cheaper to have kept them on instead of having to retrain or train uh, 20,000 new ones. Um, it just doesn't seem to me that, you know, here we go, you see myself in 61 years, in the last 40-odd years that I can ever remember this country doing anything different other than dealing with things arse about face. You know, it's government... The country is run a little bit like the local councils run their highways department. They come along... They put fresh tarmac all over a, a road so they can spend all their budget before the next year. end of the tax yeah. year. And then merrily, because they don't have any dialogue with any other service providers, the gas board, the water board, the optical fibre people and everybody else comes along a month later and digs it all up again relentlessly until uh, one year has passed and the road looks worse than it did before the tarmac did. It just, it seems to me to be, we've never learned. This is just the way it's done, though. The country goes round in this huge cycle of bollocks, you know, um, and, uh, and it's no different now. Except now, of course, we've got a new king. <laughs> and everybody can duck for cover because it gives them an extra week off yeah. if you're a, an official. Uh, while there's this national hubris over the Queen's death. You know, so, yeah. That desert island is looking more and more tempting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? I disagree. Well, there we have it, folks. Yes. There's my bit of self-indulgence for being 61. That was the most depressing happy birthday podcast we could have done, but well, yeah. this is where we find ourselves. But the croissants were good, and I'm dying to look at this these, these cakes. Are, are we allowed to say where they've come from? No. No. They do look nice. They look look uh, they look like something off uh, Bake Off the Professionals, but I guess you don't watch Bake Off, do you? Do you watch no. Bake Off? No. So you don't know what you're missing. Paul Hollywood. Don't like the look of him. You don't like the look of him. I don't know what, what's why, why what's wrong with him. I don't know. I just don't like the look of him, so I don't want to watch him. Oh. <laughs> Poor man. Sorry, Paul. Sorry, Paul. Uh, I thought right. he, I thought he's quite quite good. I thought you'd like that being a avid baker. I like baking. I don't like the show. You don't like watching the show. Interesting enough, as a side before we leave, um, I think most people actually watch the show because they like the show, show, but can't be asked to bake, and it kind of fills that desire. Looking at the food. Yeah, seeing other people bake it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but that's that is reality. People watch cooking programs, it's like but don't cook. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate, sir. It's like porn. Cooking is like porn. Go on, um, yeah. Watching cooking is like watching porn. Uh, I... <laughs> so you say people, people get enjoyment not from. Not from baking, but watching other people bake. So I'm assuming porn is the same. People enjoy watching porn. I guess yesterday. Yeah, but you're not having a wank while the cake's in the oven. Maybe they are. 
make the it makes the frosting interesting. <laughs> um, but right, isn't that Paul? the same kind of? Uh, yeah, well, it's the same kind of logic, isn't it? Well, enough have sex. They just watch the porn. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I understand the mind of everyone. I'm saying there must be a similarity between enjoying baking and watching a baking program to enjoying sex and then watching sex on on TV or on your computer, whatever it might be. Yes, but... Uh, There's a comparable there, isn't there? Well, I, I don't see how. Because if you watch porn, surely uh, it doesn't mean that you don't have sex. But if you watch baking programs, it doesn't mean that you're going in the kitchen and baking up. Uh, I think I read somewhere a Danish. I think I read somewhere that the that men between twenty twenty was it twenty to thirty five, a third of them are not having regular sex at all, and it's becoming a real social issue. Got you. It's That's pre- why they're fucking watching you bake off. <laughs> To keep no, but this, this, but this is a big social issue. That sort of the 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 only buns they're going to get to handle. No, <laughs> but like the right the rise of um, all of these online online hookup sites and things like that. Right. It sort of women will go for the best of the best men on these sites, which leaves everyone else in limbo. So a smaller pool of men are getting the majority of the women because the majority of the women are only looking at the top 10% of the men. So the top 10% of men are getting all the sex and then 90% of everyone else is getting getting absolutely nothing because they're just being completely looked over because they're not the sort of the six foot tall, wealthy, six pack looking person and they're getting all of it. And then the rest of society is watching Bake Off and Porn instead because they don't they don't get the enjoyment of actually having an actual partner. This is a subject for another another day. But this... it's an interesting paradigm. Like men are becoming sad and lonely, women are becoming sad and lonely too, because a lot of women think that they're capable of getting that ten percent, that top ten percent male when actually they're average at best. And they should be looking more within their pool of resources, let's call it. And so women are women are lonely, men are lonely, and the only the top five percent of men are having a good time. But apart well, from that, yeah, but I suppose where, where the analogy with Bake Off comes, you don't have to just watch the program. You can go and go to the bakery and buy something. I hey, surely you can. Yeah, you can make a phone call. You, you too, can make a phone call to. and uh, you know get Uber to deliver it. Um, I'm I'm sure a lot of I'm sure a lot of men are going down that route. Paying yeah. paying for services, for example. Yeah. If they can't have a, a long term relationship of sorts. Maybe I should start a company for, for delivering sex and call it deliver. <laughs> Simon will be in jail soon enough if that's the case. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is true. Well, I mean, can, obviously, we can we, uh, can, we can uh, research it and we'll do a podcast. I'm a happily married. So we're going to do our next program, folks, is all about sex. The sexless generation. The sexless. Would you describe the sexless? People are having less sex. We'll research it and we'll do a we'll do a show about it. It's definitely an issue. Surely, if people are having a less less sex, why have we got issues that you know? Like monkeypox and STDs and whatever. So it seems to me they're a catch playing catch up after COVID, surely. After years of isolation. No, because it may relentless no, repeats of back off. No, but it's it's even worse though, because because of COVID, <laughs> people have become less, less socially off more No, but they're becoming they're becoming less socially um attuned to each other. Yeah, well I agree, but this is what social media has done. But also lockdown. Lockdown has yeah. forced people away from each other, yeah. which makes it more difficult after such a long time to bring people back together, which is why things like social media have become much more prevalent over the course of the past few years. Well, I mean, people are looking for connections, but they're not willing. But, but, but they're not. 
they're not communicating one-to-one, face-to-face. They're doing it online. Well, that's been happening, I think, over a period of years. Yeah, but I, it's lo- I find it lamentable yeah. um, because, you know, um, I feel disconnected to most of the people, most of the people I know, because they no longer ring you up on the phone. They don't. In the old days, at least they'd send you an email. Um, or send you a text. Now you don't even get that. You don't even get a high on Facebook anymore. But it's becoming way, more and more and more Put it this way. We could, we could do a podcast and I could do it from home. Yes. And we could just we could just link up online. Yeah, and that'd be awful. But we could do and we yeah. could maintain that, that distance. Yeah. But instead, we choose to come together once a week to do these... Yes. To do these but what you're saying is, but I mean, the, the very few people are coming together. <laughs> but, the te- but the technology is there where we would never have to see each other if we didn't want to, and we could still do this podcast. But as then, is. But ladies then, and gentlemen, we wouldn't. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we at least show these splendid cakes? You're gonna have to get close see, to the camera. Uh, yeah, but so what cam- I don't the cameras want, over but... there. You're going to end up flipping the I don't on the floor. want to. There we go. Look at look at that. Look at those splendid cakes. Get, yeah, get, well, get right in there. There we go. There we go. Uh, for those in black, uh, of you in black and white, uh, <laughs> the yellow cake, man- mango, mango and passion fruit cheesecake, and, and then... this is a nice little chocolate number, isn't it? Um, a chocolate year. You see, and this is the point. We need to People wrap this need up, to so. spend time together. Anyway, anyway let's wrap it up. Bye. I'm off. Got a birthday to celebrate. Ciao for now.